If it ever like happened with this many people, I'd be like, son of a bitch, I got a busy weekend. I was gonna go to brunch, but I can't. I gotta go. Now, now, now it's gonna turn into an orgy. Fuck this. <laughs> Literally, fuck this. Literally. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hi. Welcome back to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. My name is Adam. <laughs> I'm Lewis. And here's Lewis. I don't know why every time. <laughs> uh, how you doing today, Lewis? I'm actually okay because like I haven't go- I didn't go out this weekend, which was so nice. I like didn't do anything, and then we had that like big ass deep freeze that happened. So like I didn't go to work for two days, and then we like it was like Wednesday Thursday off. Went back Friday, and then now it's weekend. So it just feels like a nice little vacation. It's been so nice. It is nice. I don't think I knew you were off those days. Oh, hell yeah. There was a deep freeze. It was negative. It was negative 50 every day. And so they were like, don't go outside ever. And I was like, you don't have to tell me twice. (laughs) I did hear that. They were just like, don't go outside. You're just going to like freeze your lungs. Well, it was literally like if you were outside and you didn't have a piece of your body covered in four minutes, you would legit get frostbite. And if you and if you would breathe in too hard, like your lungs would basically just die. He would freeze. They just dry out. That is insane. That's horrifying. Yeah. And like that Tuesday, I went to get coffee and like. There was part of my wrist was uncovered for whatever reason. And then like, it was fine. It's like a two minute walk. And I get there and then I was like, oh, my wrist is burning. I looked down. It's like starting to get red. I was like, "Uh oh, Uh oh, Uh -oh. Oh, I'm dying. The frostbite. (laughs) Gonna have to cut it off. (laughs) Amputate it now. What do you even do in that situation? Like amputate. You just take it off. Like get get the the tourniquet, get the tourniquet, wrap it up. (laughs) The the flesh is dead. It's just time to like remove a body part. Because it it was like, oh, it feels like two. But just kidding. The actual feel like temperature is negative 20. And I was like, oh, okay. That's absolutely horrifying. It was awful. Yeah, they, I mean, again, our our city is completely unprepared. Atlanta is unprepared for that kind of weather. But they, you know, we're like canceling schools and we had to all die. home. You would all literally die if this happened to you. You would all just (laughs) die. We were going to get snow. It didn't snow. It rained. It didn't (laughs) even like ice. There was no ice like frozen or whatever. So silly. Like the South is just so like freaks out if there's a mention of snow. Shut it down immediately. Absolutely shut it down. Oh my god. Um, How are you doing? I'm well. Um uh my friend Tabitha was in in town, so we we hung out over the weekend, went out Friday and just been chilling since then. It's Super Bowl Sunday. It's mm. the the Patriots and the Rams are it's those two, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, the Patriots and the Rams are here and here in Atlanta, and I live right next to uh, one of the the parts of the city where they they built two stadiums for some sort of Super Bowl shows. I don't know exactly what they were, but the mm-hmm. Foo Fighters were were yes. playing all last night, and I can see the stage from my apartment, and it was so fucking loud, just bass banging and beating. But it's kind of cool, you know, free food or the. <laughs> free Foo Fighters show, I guess. Yes. But it's they, like, my they, dream. <laughs> it's like the, the huge back of the stage that I can see from my apartment. And it was, it was as loud as it was with that barrier. So I can just imagine on the other side of the stage, how pissed off all of those people <laughs> probably were living, oh um, 
on that side because I'm sure it was just so much louder. Oh, so but. good. But the Foo Fighters, though, I saw them. Oh, they're so good. I miss, like, the, fir- the first few times I wanted to see them, I miss out on tickets. And then two Christmases ago, Katie surprised me with tickets for my for my birthday. Or not my birthday, Christmas. And I just started crying in the car immediately. And then the show wasn't even until summer. So it wasn't even until, like, July. <laughs> so it was, like, December. I had to wait till July when it finally happened. And I lost it again i was like crying losing my mind it was one of the best shows i don't care for them that much um which is funny that they were right here they just sound like they make music for car commercials in my opinion ah but the old stuff the hard stuff oh my god it makes me go nuts (laughs) that's fair maybe some of their older stuff is better if you ever wonder what my soul sounds like it sounds like the foo fighters It's, it's just loud it's loud and aggressive well, let's talk about some articles. The first one, speaking of the Super Bowl, this has been in, in the headlines for a little over a week now, but the the first NFL male cheerleaders performing in the Super Bowl today. Yeah. They're the Rams cheerleaders. And, you know, that, that's awesome history, like two male cheerleaders performing. I also think it's just kind of funny that it's such a big deal that it's just more men <laughs> making history. <laughs> and so now, we're, it's now everyone is pro Rams right now. <laughs> I saw an article today though, and it was like there was the first openly gay cameraman going to be taping the Super Bowl today, and I was like, "Are you serious?" I think so. I'm pretty sure it was a real. I think it was a real article too. Like I feel like the no hate campaign, those folk. I think they posted it, and I was like, "Oh, uh, okay." I was like, "I guess it's a big deal." I mean, it's it's cool. I guess, but I guess it's, it's cool. also sad. <laughs> that this is my like, news. This is this is what I make news right. for. Doing doing my job. Great. The first openly gay sound producer like to to be a part of Super Bowl makes history. That good for him. Again, though. like I'm awesome, cool, whatever. But it's just kind of sad that that is news. Like, yeah. It's, such a big deal. I mean, that's that's another. I don't have this article pulled up to talk about, but the the Project Runway reboot or whatever. They're having their first transgender model. Hey. On the show. So that's exciting. Love Project Runway. It was so good. Well, that it was canceled for a while, right? So they, I mean, they they brought it back. It's not yeah. Tim Gunn anymore as the. No, I mean, I think they did a lot of re redoing. I don't even know if Heidi was mm-hmm. on there for a while. I, I don't, don't think know. so. I don't think she's on it now. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm, but it was like Nina Garcia. That's a good segue. Speaking of revamps. Uh-oh. The L Word. Yeah, I saw that. The L Word. Yeah. So they're, they picked them. Showtime's picked up a eight episode revival. What was it? Ten years later. They've been talking about it for a couple years now, but it's actually confirmed. And a couple for sure of the original cast, Jennifer Beals, Kate Moaning, and Leisha Haley. So... Um, Bet, Shane, and Alice. There was rumors that some of the other cast are going to be a part of it too, including Jenny and Dana. Yeah, I thought they. I thought they. I thought they said the whole cast was coming. The articles I've been reading have only said that the three, because those three are also executive producers, mm. so like they're for sure going to be on the show. Mm. But I mean. Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it by now, it's 10 years. Dana died. Like, how is she going to compete back on the fucking show? And Jenny died. I love that they're going to bring, like, net net necromancy into the L word. <laughs> That's so fun. So and the L word meets... Uh, fucking supernatural at this point. Yes, the, the L word meets supernatural. I've told... I, I've bitched about this before. Like, my dream is to have a supernatural queer show. And they, they fucked it up with Dante's Co. It was such an awkward show. But, uh I want it, <laughs> but we we posted about this on the Instagram and and Twitter and Twitter Twitter Fire Festival. Uh, Andy King, our, our <laughs> blowjob king, that yeah. poor guy's like Jesus. just had his overnight fame. He may be getting a fucking reality show. Um, he's had multiple networks reach out to him. <sighs> 
kind of like a HGTV, how they like do the, the flipping houses and shit, but it would be about festivals and like flopping festivals and just like a, <laughs> like, I don't know. The whole idea of it sounds Super. really silly, but it's, it's hilarious that people are trying to, to ride this train as far as they can. And he's apparently also had multiple water manufacturers come to him. They're like, we have this ad campaign that we're, we're thinking about. Like, okay, so these water companies are going to come to him now. Like, how are they going to market blowjobs and water to the mass, like the public? I'm, I'm very interested to see how they, they plan and on why isn't that it going to be uh, part of my Super Bowl at this point? Is what I want to know. <laughs> like, why not, wait? Like, why wait until now? Do it now. God, you waited oh too gosh. long. I actually, I actually finally watched that. And like, that part, I was like, okay, I was prepared for it. I was like, all right, that's wild. But like, I think the wildest part was the end when they were talking about the numbers that he fucking fudged. I was like, oh, whoa, that's a lot of money, son. I was like, that's a lot of money you lied about. So much money. So much he, money. And then my favorite was, part was fucking Ja Rule sitting there being like, we didn't commit fraud. It's, uh, it's, uh, and I was I like, I think oh. I would call that false advertising. That's what fraud. What the fuck do you think fraud is? That's fraud, that's you fraud. hoe. Oh my god! <laughs> I was just sitting there in disbelief. I was like, I cannot believe Ja Rule. Is ja, did ja Rule like get in trouble for this at all? I think he's still under investigation, the same as a lot of the people involved are, but mm-hmm. definitely not like not Billy. in jail. He's not in jail. Like he's he might be fined at most. That's silly. But I mean, he's already got another company underway that's basically the same concept. So which is, which is insane. Which is insane that they let him even do that after. Where this. you can book a celebrity to perform or whatever. I want to hire like Amanda Bynes to like hang out with me and have lunch. <gasps> That's what I want. All right, I'm on board. <laughs> See, this will, is how this is how you make money. You have people like me I with these stupid Amanda ideas. Bynes, yes. I want to have Amanda Bynes at my brunch. Yes. Thanks. All right. <laughs> this this is either going to be really silly or it's just going to be a waste of time. Will you open the browser on your phone and tell me the like first thing that's open on it? Like Chrome and Safari, if you ever use Safari. Yeah, it's um, a bar that I was supposed to go to with a friend and then I ended up not making it. <laughs> what about the other one? It's a it's a it's a video. Uh, my friend, my friend tweeted me. Um, do you know who the, the uh, cock destroyers are? Those ladies that <laughs> do you know no. them? Oh my yeah. god! So they're these. I think they're, they're these British ladies that talk that like have sex while I'm doing a podcast or something, or they like what? they're in, yeah they're insane. You look them up. They're like they're like the hot meme right now, BT Dubs. But they're these uh, ladies with like gigantic fake boobs, and they're just like, and she and she tweeted out, um, "What does a cock destroyer mean to me?" And so she goes into why she loves her job and what it means to her. And I told my friend, I was like, "We should do five paragraph essays about this. Like, what wow. does a cock destroyer? How does being a cock destroyer mean to me? Because I'm ready to join this army. Let's do it." That would be hilarious yeah so yeah i'm excited to read your dissertation great that was actually an interesting one like mine all right (laughs) i don't even know how this where this came from it's dixie chicks home vinyl record well that that's not shocking (laughs) knowing knowing your knowing your ebay uh debacles jumping into first point how honest is too honest do you think that there is ever a threshold of of honesty that you can have with with a person well you know that i hate lying I mean, I don't know if you could ever be too honest. I think it's just how you present it. Yeah. Like, there's ways of saying it. Like, and, and that's what I like. I have the same problem with my dad with with everything. Is it's not what you say; it's how you fucking say it. So, like, I mm. have that. So yeah. that's. I think that's that answer for that. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm because I'm a very brutally honest person. I think I think I think it made me laugh when I read that because I remember last week when you were sick. I was like, you look awful, and you were like. Wow, thanks. I was like, I'm just <laughs> telling you, you look like garbage. Go lay down. Yeah, I did look pretty bad. I was like, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, I was talking about it with a few friends yesterday. They were over for brunch and 
Well, the same uh, perspective, it, it completely depends on who you're talking to. Not necessarily yeah. that you want to lie to someone, but how just openly honest you're going to be off the bat. Like if this is someone that I'm just an acquaintance with and they're asking me my opinion on if they should dump their boyfriend, you know, just based on whatever arbitrary bit of information they fed me at that moment. Yeah. But I, I might not be as brutally honest as I would be with, with the friends that have been in my life for years and like, well, you know, he's a piece of trash. So yes, you should break up with him. I know you're not going to, but here's a list of reasons why you should. Uh, so, I mean, it really is just based on who you're talking to. Um, cause cool. One of the situations I was thinking about is if, if you have a friend that's applying mm-hmm. for a job that, is well outside of their skill set. They're mm-hmm. probably not going to get it, and you know they they don't get it, and they're devastated. Would you just console them and be like, "Oh, they don't know what they're missing." You know, you just try again, go you know apply for another position or whatever. Or would you just be honest and like, "Well, they probably hired someone more qualified." I mean, you know that was a little bit of a reach for you. Like, I, I just don't know if there's a point where you're just being an asshole. <laughs> well, I think that's where like sugarcoating and like white lies come in. Right. And like, I hate, I hate both of them. And, like, I do too. And the fluffing. I've, I've learned the term fluffing. Apparently that's another word for it. It's not like the porn industry fluffing. But I was about to say, it's not the fluffing industry. I know, I know you were going to say it, so I was going to say I'm it listening. first. Um, <laughs> But no, like I uh, like I mean, there is a way to say that. I mean, I always feel like there's a middle ground. Again, you can just like just say, well, maybe next time or like maybe there's a similar job you could look for or let's look at your resume again and see how it compares. Ah. So like there's ways to do it. And and it's also like you said, like it depends how close you are, because if you're going to say that. You're, you'll probably be more involved and hands-on with, like, your best friend rather than someone you kind of just know and, like, answer to comment on a status about that right. kind of stuff. But, yeah, like, white lies and sugarcoating and stuff. The only time I've ever had to white lie, and I, I still to this day it's insane. Like, my dad was super sick um, uh, when I was in college, and his mom ended up dying while he was, like, basically in this coma. Oh, wow. And the doctors were like, when he wakes up, like, you can't tell him. Right. Because because mentally, like, it'll mess with him and it'll decrease his um, Chance chances of, of recovering and, like, getting better. Yeah. <clears throat> and so we had to, like, wait till he got home. Oh, that would which be was, hard. Which was, like, three months. And then wow. we had to wait. Wow. And we waited, like, a, like, two days. And then we sat him down and had to be like, hey, your mom died while you were in the hospital. And he was like, I had a feeling because I guess he had a dream where he like talked to her and it wasn't wow. about dying or whatever. But he like he was like, I talked to her and I was like, oh, my God, what? So that was the only time I'll like Super ever. Creepy. Right. I was like, that's the only time I'll ever like do a white lie. Unless, yeah. you know, unless, you know, it's to like save my neck if I'm going to get murdered. But <laughs> well, so fair. Yeah. Only, only, murder, only, only murders the only time I'll lie. Right. I will tell them my mom's a racist and my dad killed her. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't care. It wasn't me. I'm not going to sit there and be like, he had it coming. <laughs> whole, the whole Chicago scene, like right there. Yeah. I, I remember when I was younger, I, I had friends for whatever reason. I just I just remember there was a few times where some of my friends, I would find out they lied about this or, you know, in relation to a guy I was dating or interested in or this friend or that friend. And just I had this group of friends that were just constantly sugarcoating everything that they told me. And I was yeah. like, like, where did this come from? I'm not this <laughs> fragile individual. I've never like given anyone a reason to, to feel like baby. they need to. Small baby. Right. Uh, 
but that that being said, I I've gone from these extremes, which I'm trying to I'm at like a point in my life. I have been for maybe a year or so where I've I'm trying to find the middle ground. I used to be way too I used to fluff way too much to use your word I and sugarcoat. I was not I didn't lie about things to friends, but I was just like, oh, no, you look great. I love it. I love it. It's beautiful. It's, it's, you know, like sassy orange, not like. Not like dingy dishwater orange. orange. It's not bleach orange. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then just went to this extreme where I was way, way too honest with people, especially if, you know, like unsolicited (laughs) honesty. And I, I remember specifically this one situation. A friend was on a diet and complained about how she was constantly just eating too many sweets. And I watched her pick up a brownie one day and I was like, why are you sure you want to eat another brownie? Oh, Adam. And she just oh, like looked Adam. at me like I'd slapped her mama. And she probably was going <laughs> to stab you. <laughs> she just got her feelings so hurt. I was like, what? You said you're on a diet. Oh my God, this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so... I fucking murdered you. Like, get the right. fuck out of my face. You're uh, dead. Come on. Like, don't tell me you're on a diet me. and then eat a brownie in front of me. Yeah. Uh, or at least we got to take a joke. Anyways, so <laughs> try, trying to marry. Oh, my God. Take a joke. <laughs> the things uh, that I say mm. right now. But that the, those are those are the things that I guess I I don't know if this was a term that I heard or if it just formulated in my brain. But the whole like term palatable honesty basically just catering the level of honesty that that we think the person we're talking to can handle like what what they can palate what they can actually handle which can come across as condescending which i really fucking hate but we all have a friend or two and they're fragile so mm-hmm. you, you can't necessarily just be i feel like them. i feel like i feel like i'm both i'm like brutally honest but also very fragile <laughs> <laughs> i think i, I warned you guys every it. episode to like not yell at me <laughs> i can't take criticism i can't i don't take criticism well but i'm really good at giving it right um in a nice way but i i feel like i am like as a teacher i feel like i've gotten better at it i think that's also helped me be better about stuff because mm-hmm. i was i won't i like i'll never forget this one time um at my old job we were doing conferences and I had to have like a really tough conference and be like, your child is going to need services. Like they're going to need to like learn to walk and like speech and stuff. I was like, it's all falling behind now. We're at the point where you need, we need to start exploring these options. And so I had wrote up this like wonderful thing. And like, I was like, I like did it by the books and I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm ready to do this. I love this kid. I love them. I'm ready to do it. And then my boss was like, Ooh, I think we should like sugarcoat it a little bit because these parents are rich and like they might not want to do the like government assistance because they can afford to pay for things. And I was like, uh, no, if they could get it for free, they'll definitely take it. Let me tell you. Right. Are you kidding me? And I was like, I was like, and you're really going to play with a child's like life? Like, right. no, no, bitch. Like, no, this is the point where you have to be brutally honest and be like, hey, I'm saying this out of love. And that's how you preface it. Like, and that's another thing. Like, when you're trying to tell the truth, you need to preface, you need to do that positive, hard stuff, um, positive again, that whole sandwich. But that's what we were like taught. It was like, you have to like start well, deliver the hard stuff. And then at the end, you'll be like, but this is what's going to happen. This is going to be the great stuff. Good, good, good. I actually really disagree with that. Uh oh. It, it's the whole idea of, let a compliment be a compliment mm-hmm. instead of, you know, trying to give someone a compliment and then a criticism yeah. because they they don't ever hear the compliment. They only hear the criticism. Mm. And so it's it's you know, obviously it's two different trains, uh, two yeah. different lines of thought. And it both have their 
their own Goods pros and, and cons. And yeah. I, I don't know which one is better or worse if either, but letting a compliment just be a compliment, like uh, give someone praise and let that sink in. So they actually hear it. And then later, you know, later in the week, whatever you give them the criticism and it feels a little bit more constructive after they've been, you know, told things that they're doing well, that they can digest. But if, if they're like, you're so great at this, but they don't ever actually take in the thing you said that they did well. They only hear what they're supposed to work on. And then people become accustomed to always waiting for the but. Anytime they're they're complimented, it's like they're always just expecting the and what am I doing wrong? Yeah, but that but that one but that one scares me because you're gonna tell me I'm good and then two days later you're like, oh but by the way, you aren't good. Like, oh my God, what? I'm not perfect. The world doesn't revolve around me again. What do you mean? <laughs> that sounds like something you need to work on for yourself. <laughs> Right. That sounds like me. Like, you're going to come and attack me like that. Like, no, you just told me I did good. What do you mean? I'm not perfect. What do you mean? What do you mean? My job is amazing. So. So. So that sounds like a lie. I'm not going <laughs> to. And see, but that but that's the thing is, like, I feel like I've been in work environments where they've done that and that's how it ended up. And then they, then resentment happens. Yeah. So like I so like I, I get both trains of thought, but I'm just like, oh. Oh, so so what we're saying is there really is no good way to deliver <laughs> the truth here. No, people are fragile and just lie. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of liars let me tell you there are okay well that's actually that's a good jump to the the next topic um, the whole idea of lying by omission like how much do you agree with that I don't necessarily think that someone is lying if they just and I'm not talking about like fucking cheating or some shit like that there's a lot of things in the world that I don't tell people because it's it's never been prompted. Do you feel that way? Like if someone's just leaving something out? Like of a story or just like out of their lives? Like I'm pretty open about everything. Yeah. I just had this conversation with somebody. Okay. If you follow me on anything, whether it's social medias, this podcast, gaming channels, whatever, I am a pretty open person. I may not say everything in one specific place, but you can sure. easily find out everything about me if you have all the I have all the pieces laid out. You just have to put it together. So like if you right. really wanted to know something, you could easily find it out. Sure. And so but I don't know. I mean, I think there's this anonymity <laughs> that like I think I'm accustomed to now doing all this in the past year. So it's yeah. like not everyone needs to know like my entire life. I mean, I I even just thinking about t- texting you or we were talking on was it Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Like I never told like I've never told you my whole dad story, but like I told you a little bit and you were like, oh my oh, god, right. and I was like, yeah, welcome to welcome to my life, by the way. Right. So like so like it's not it's not something that I generally want to talk about or need to talk about, but I'm also not gonna be coy about it. Like if sure. anyone ever wanted to ask me a question, and that was the whole thing with with the, with this friend, he was like. You know I can see through your through through you sometimes. I was like, yeah, it's not hard. Right. I was like, I wasn't. I'm not trying to sit here and fool you. I'm yeah. like, there's nothing. He's, he's like, well, I feel like we could have like a better friendship if we like do if we're honest about this this and this. I'm like, I just ask me. I was like, right. you can literally ask me anything, and that's the thing. I'm like, if you're the kind of per like, there are people that are like, I don't want to talk about things, sure. and I'm just like, I'll talk about whatever. So again, it's like getting that case by case. But like, he was like going off, and I was like, you know, you could just ask me whatever question you want, right? Right. I was like, I also have like 18 different social medias you can find. Go for it. But also like people who think they just know you from just doing like this podcast, like like celebrities and stuff. Like you think you know these people, but you really oh, don't. The whole, yeah, parasocial relationships. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like you I mean, are we ever going to get to ask like Paris Hilton our deep burning questions? No, but like, <laughs> do we have any? No, no, not really. <laughs> All I want to know is when the next album's coming out because I'm ready. So, for example, like if you're dating someone and they run into their ex mm-hmm. and they never tell you about it, I don't consider that lying. 
maybe it would come up in you know context or talking about your day or something. Maybe it maybe you it just doesn't. better hope you just better hope I don't find a picture of you two together because I'm gonna be pissed. Well, right. If it's something where you hung out, that's different. But if you like ran into them on the road and had to have like an awkward interaction or exchange or something, yeah, that's one thing. Like I might not bring that up because why would I want to intentionally make the person I'm dating uncomfortable? For no reason. Like if it was not anything, it was literally I had to run into this person because we like lived down the block from each other. I don't know. Some random example. Too relatable. <laughs> I think I'd want to know. But that, that but, but that's again, I'm just a very open, honest person. Like I told you, honesty is like my number one thing. Honesty is the best policy. Like I'm very into it. Like I want to know. Like I'm not going to get mad. And, and I think it's also because... Every relationship I've had except for one has been, I've been cheated on or lied to. So like, obviously, obviously there's going to be trust issues in my life. Me, trust issues? What? Me having issues? Who would have thought? Yeah. But I think for me, like, I would want to know. I wouldn't care because if you're not hanging out or whatever, like, whatever, it's no big deal. Like, that's my ex. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. I I mean, I used to just be so, so crazy about, and we covered a little bit of this in the jealousy episode. I used to obsess over obscure, irrelevant details and just want to know everything. And now like as if it affects me directly or our relationship, yes, tell me. But if it's if it's not anything that's going to change either of our lives one way or the other, I don't fucking care. Tell me what's relevant. Tell me what you want to tell me. Tell me what happened in your day, whatever. But it's I went through so much like dishonesty. And like you said, like the cheating and the bullshit with early relationships at this point. I just try and let shit live. And if it comes out of the wash, then it does. We can address it then. Otherwise, fucking ugh. I, got, I don't have time. I'm tired. I'm 30 now. Well, but that's the thing. Like lying is just so exhausting. Yeah. And, like I'm a pretty good... <laughs> I'm a pretty good person to figure out like if you're lying. Like sure. I know before I know before you know. And so I'm sitting there like, okay. And like I'll let it fester for a minute and then I'll wait for somebody to tell me. And I'm like, okay. And then I'll sit there and I'll listen to their story and I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is oh, this always happened with especially cheating stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. So I'll sit there and I'll listen to your story. But then there's always like you have to be a master liar to to not fuck up. But there you're always gonna have there's always one slight detail, and if you can pick it out and pull it out, you can unravel a whole lie, which is yeah. my favorite thing to do with anyone. I'm like, mm-hmm. Try and try try and tell me why we didn't get paid today. Try and tell me why this didn't happen. Let's go. Right. Why didn't you do your job today? Let's go. Why why are you a cheating asshole? I don't know. You ready to tell me? Let's pull it out. So I pull that little string and then unravel it. And it's just so fun to watch (laughs) and just watch it all tumble down. I'm just like, I love it. But it's just it's just so exhausting. Like it's mentally, physically like it weighs on you. That's why that's why I like my mom used to tell me I should have been a lawyer because I I'm a very open person, very honest person, uh, very straightforward. But if I don't think I'm wrong. I will argue until we are both dead from oxygen deprivation. I will talk. I, I will filibuster. Will. I will, will weave. It's it's not it's not a it's not a good time. It's not a good time for anyone. If you just have somebody that could like stand up against it, you're like, mm-hmm. right. That's why we get along so well. True. <laughs> it's just like you're wrong. Nah. And I'm like, aha! Breakfast champagne. Aha! <laughs> I love some breakfast champagne right now. I dated this guy when I was younger that he he literally lied about every fucking thing, the most arbitrary information. I would ask him, what did you do yesterday? He'd say I had ice cream with my mom when he actually had coffee with his brother. Irrelevant, pointless, like he wasn't lying about anything that would affect any fucking body in the world. But he just lied. 
constantly. It was just what he did. It, it, there was literally never a piece of information that came out of his mouth that could be like relied on. That's dumb. Because again, it, it, it was for no personal gain. It was for nothing. It was just That's so weird. Right. Like if you were like balls deep in somebody and you're like saying I'm reading a book. OK, I could get that. But no, you're washing dishes. Fucking I don't know if I can get it. I, I only pull that when I don't want to go out. I'm just like, oh, no, you know, my cat fell in garbage disposal today. I cannot even leave <laughs> right. this house. Like, no, like that. that's when you lie. When you don't want to go out. No, See, even that I'm honest with people like, do you want to go out tonight? No, I'm really fucking tired. And I just want to sit on the sofa. Well, I feel like as we're older, like that's the then. <laughs> But like, but like being younger, we're like, no, oh my God, I'm supposed to want to go out and do all that. Cause like everyone right. knows by now that I most likely don't want to go out. Right. I'm like, you can send me the invite, but will I go? I say, I'll try. That usually means no. Right. So it's a rare occasion that I show up. Well, especially meme culture has actually made it accept- socially acceptable to yeah. be honest. Like, hey, let's go get trash tonight. Sorry, I have plans. What are you doing? And it's like, just chilling with your cat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's literally. It's I'm like, that's funny. literally me. Literally right. me. Literally, I am the cat, though. Is there ever anything you, you wouldn't want to know about with a partner? I mean, I know you were just saying you hate lying and everything, but... I think, no. I mean, I think, <laughs> no. No. Mm-mm. no. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, the thing was, like, my one of my ex-boys, he was like, LOL, I used to be a go-go dancer. I was like, oh, cool. And then he, like, literally listed everything and everyone he's ever done. Like, every story I could have ever heard, like, in an hour span. I was like, <laughs> Oh, I was, but, but see, I, but I, I appreciated that. Like, I love that openness. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, well, I don't have that colorful of a past. Um, do you want to hear everything that's gone wrong in my life? Because that's how my dating history is. <laughs> do you want to hear about my trauma? Yeah, I love that you have like this like fun, wild biography. And I'm just like, do you want to hear about every wrongdoing in my entire life? Like everything that's <laughs> made me the awful person I am. Right. Do, do you have time for that? God, are you ready for this horror novel? Jesus. All right, sit down. Let me tell you the tale of how I became the Ice Queen. Let me tell you of how I almost became an animatronic once. <laughs> yeah. Jesus fucking. I am actually the origin of Five Nights at Freddy's. God, it's fucking like House of Wax bullshit. It's so scary. And I haven't even gotten to the scariest fucking story, which I which I'm I'm trying to save for a specific episode. But I kind of want to say it now because of the honesty episode. But I, it's, it's not ready. It's not ready to fully flourish. <laughs> My so, most wildest story. You are not ready for it. I, I'm not sure if there's anything that I I wouldn't necessarily want to know. And now, OK, this is a good example. Yesterday during brunch, um, the number of sexual partners we've had came up. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of my friends are just throwing it around, quizzing each other on on the numbers and, uh, you know, actual like, oh, does that. OK, how many how many have you had sex with? All right. Does that include penetration? Is that just OK? That's just oral. Like what is like, OK, guess just like take a guess, like like 30, 50 and just going back and forth. And I was just sitting in the back like, nope, nope, not today, Satan. We're not doing this. <laughs> the guy I'm dating is standing right beside me and he's just like staring in his cup. We're not doing numbers. <laughs> numbers here. It's not happening. Those are things like, no, 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 no. There's absolutely no reason to to discuss details like that, like sexual, con- like number of conquests, anything like that with your partner. Unless both of you are just so fun like maybe you're competitive about it i don't know you're just like i've been with 50 people oh what i've only been with 49 like hang on just i'll be right back maybe if you're that couple i don't know aggressive (laughs) wow i was just like i was like i wanted to open talk and you're like we're gonna fuck everyone till we have the same matching numbers oh my god (laughs) it's like okay well while you work on i I might have 
God, to 51. Sorry about it. <laughs> I'm going to go sit in my bed and eat snacks. Oh, God. Can snack you, okay, so can you imagine me in an open relationship? That's what it would be. I'm such a competitive person. And if it ever, like, <sighs> I've been with this many people, I'm like, son of a bitch, I got a busy weekend. I was going to go to brunch, but I can't. I got to go. Now, now, now it's going to turn into an orgy. Fuck this. God, <laughs> literally, fuck this. Literally. <laughs> Where's Craigslist personals when you need it? <sighs> Yeah, I, I mean, there's little, like you said, your little go-go boy from the past, mm. just relate all of his stories to you. I don't necessarily need all of that. Like, if it's relevant and we're, you know... I think it was relevant to the story, and I think that's why we just sure, talked sure, about sure. it. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. like, I'm not going to sit there and, like, interview you. So, shockingly, I'm not going to sit here and interview you about <laughs> your life. Um, like, that's actually a situation where I would probably stop you. Like there's been yeah. a couple of times where someone's going down a rabbit hole of exes or this happened. And then this one time we were in a Lowe's parking lot and we, no, I don't want to hear about those stories. Oh, I do. <laughs> Not with someone that I'm like trying to build a future or some shit with. Like, Ugh, I'll be like, oh my God, tell me all about it. Right. We're going to be like fun. having sex later. And I'm just going to be picturing about you like face down, ass up in some tool shed in a Lowe's parking lot. Hot. What what's what's it what niche kink? <laughs> what if that was what if that was your kink? What if like, it was? So what, what are you into? Those tiny sheds, specifically a Lowe's. I just really love. <laughs> it has to be a Lowe's. It has to be a Lowe's, or else I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah, I don't know if there's there's necessarily anything that I would just want to to stay away from with a partner. Like I said before, like lying is like literally it like makes you it's exhausting. But like, okay, I feel yeah. like, yeah, but I feel like if you're honest, like there's just so many benefits to it. Like one, you feel better Two, you're doing better. And like three, hello, no one can ever fault you for anything. Then, Like, like if anyone wants to come come at you for something and be like, uh, uh-uh, here's here's the receipts, hunty. And like pull that right. shit out. There are situations, I think, where if you were honest about something, it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't benefit either of you. Murder again, murder, murder. Like that's not going to help anyone. You've killed someone. No, keep that shit to yourself. Like take it to uh-huh. your grave. No, if you're if you're like breaking up with someone, for example, that's one of those. Like it's not you, it's me. Was invented for a reason. I'm not saying you have to lie to someone about, you know, you're toxic and I can't have you in my life. Like, no, don't lie about that. But if there's just like something about them that annoys you and you're like, I just can't do that. I, I just can't do this. There's no reason to tear them down just to like get it off your chest that's that's a self-indulgent piece of honesty that's literally just to make yourself feel feel better and the reason i bring that up is because that's what you just said and in most cases i agree with you it's going to make you feel better to be honest as long as you're not going to like just hurt someone's feelings so bad for no reason it's just like you know what i just really can't stand your snackle tooth so for that reason i'm out like yeah okay okay because i was like <laughs> I was like, what kind of mean are we going for here? I was like, what is so bad that you could like hurt their feelings about like, damn. All right, Snaggletooth, fuck. And the thing is, like, I also think it brings you success, honestly, because like with this, I've tried to been, I've tried to been, I've tried to be (laughs) pretty open and honest with you guys about anything. And a lot, some of you have actually like asked me about stuff and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Like, I'll talk to you about it. And like I said before, I'm pretty open about shit. I don't know. Honestly, honestly, to me, it's just like really it just it's a really good tenfold thing. Literally tenfold. You feel better. Other people feel better. And I think people are drawn to you when you're like your most authentic, true self. But yeah, honesty is great. I hope you all practice it. 
don't be mean to each other. Don't lie. It's it's not good. It's not good <laughs> it's for not you. Good. It's, it's not good. It's not good for you. It's not good for the other person. It's not good for anybody. Because let me tell you, it can lead to some drama. And it's some drama you don't need in your life. Like, 2019 is the year of betterment. Better yourselves. Right. God, unfollow those toxic people in your life. Just do it. And uh, if you're ever having a hard time telling the truth, just remember in vino veritas and wine, there is truth. Just get your fucking ass drunk and you'll probably tell the truth. (laughs) You'll probably go spill your fucking guts. The truth is a lie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that is our episode, guys. Yeah. Uh, Remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Perfectly Incapable Podcast. Wherever you guys are listening, please follow, rate, review, subscribe, Apple, Spotify, wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Also, BT Dubs, some of you got, I didn't tell Adam this, I forgot. Um, I actually sent out a few of the koozies to Mm. some of our listeners. So... All of you better be taking photos of these goddamn koozies and tagging us. Hell yeah. Like, I want to post that shit. So fucking do it, okay? God. Uh, All right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.